entrepreneurs so on born that brew. You are now listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's grow. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Adam McChesney, and I want to thank you for being here today. We are live from Half Coast Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you to Half Coast for this amazing setup and for sponsoring the show. If you are looking to start your podcast or take your current one to the next level, then you need to come check out what these guys have going on. Contact them today for a free consultation. And if you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. We would love for you to share this content on social media by tagging me and our guests, and this way we can get this incredible content out to more people. Today, we have another great episode lined up for you. This guest and I have been connected through a few different groups like TCC with Winrate Consulting and Apex, and we've gotten the chance to get to know each other pretty well this year. He's a brilliant mind that has, a great, has built a great brand and provides an essential service that empowers contractors to grow their own brand with marketing online. I've learned a lot from watching him afar, and I'm excited for him to come on today and share his insights with you. My guest today is Joseph Hughes. He is the CEO of Contractor Dynamics, a marketing training company for the roofing and construction industry, and he currently lives with his family in Jersey Shore, New Jersey. Joseph, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. I'm honored to be here, and uh, it's been great to get to know you uh, more this year, and this is going to be fun, so thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Really excited to to dig into your journey as an entrepreneur and to hear some nuggets and insights that you'll be sharing with our audience today. And just for our audience, a quick reminder in terms of what our structure looks like. So we like to bring on guests within my network uh, a lot of times and people that I'm connected to that will compare their entrepreneurial journey to that of the beer brewing process when we walk them through just a quick five question outline and compare their process and their journey to beer brewing. So starting out with history, Joseph, kind of give us an idea and we like to start where we're currently at right now, where you're at in business and work our way backwards from there. But let us know who you are, who Contractor Dynamics is, and we'll go from there. All right. So Joe Hughes here, uh, like you said, at the Jersey Shore, uh, born and raised, moved around a little bit, ended up back down here. My wife and I are both from the same town. So when it came time to start having kids about 10 years ago, we settled back down to where family and friends are. And uh, yeah, I'm the, the owner of Contractor Dynamics. We started in 2013, going on, I guess, 10 years, which is crazy because we seem, uh, we, we feel and operate still like a startup, which is, I think, essential. And we are a marketing training company. We are um, focused on equipping our clients, equipping construction companies with the tools to transform and grow so that they can take control of their own marketing. And uh, that's kind of a, a, a winding journey of how we got here. Uh, but I guess to kind of keep it somewhat succinct, I, I grew up in, like a lot of people ask like, why construction, why contract, and why do you guys have that focus? I grew up in my family's construction business here in New Jersey and up in New York City. And I started when I was 14. My first job was working in a shipyard up in Brooklyn, New York, learning a bunch of trades, uh, getting the opportunity to work alongside with people from literally all over the world and all different backgrounds. So it's a really cool experience uh, growing up in my family's business as a sixth generation family member. That company is 128 years old. So, um, I had the privilege of learning and growing, just seeing like pretty much all aspects of how a business operates uh, with multiple locations, multiple divisions and things like that. So 
I, uh, I left that business on, on good terms back in 2012. I say that because not many people leave, uh, you know, a multi-generational family business like that. But uh, as many of uh, the listeners will kind of uh, resonate with, I had that entrepreneurial bone and I was like, you know what, this is amazing. I have this, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity to, to have this platform, to learn, to have this job security. But I, uh, I opted to kind of throw that all out the window and, um, and start something on my own. So I had the construction background in my blood, passion for marketing, and uh, as you do too, and uh, combined those two things in 2013 and started Contractor Dynamics. So uh, it's a little bit of a background as to kind of why, you know, why we focus on the construction industry. Love it. And I always love hearing about the backstory. There's always some correlation, you know, obviously to, to why people get into business. So really cool to hear that it was the generational side of things that you got brought up in the construction space and things like that. Walk us through, cause I know it's, you know, kind of where you're at today is, is different than you guys started. So kind of walk us through the evolution of contractor dynamics and what made you guys get to this point today. Yeah. So with 2013, we started off as a full service marketing agency. Um, I mean, you know, I use that term, uh, you know, we were just like, Hey, you know, whoever's going to give us money for whatever kind of online services, we'll figure out how to do it. Right. Uh, and that's, you know, that's cool. When you first start out, you're scrappy. You're just like, all right, you need a website, you need SEO, need blog posts, you need Google ads. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Right. Let's go. So for seven years, we operated a marketing agency, uh, where we, we built a, a pretty much a national brand, uh, really on the back of writing uh, blog posts about construction marketing, contractor marketing, things like that on our website, contractor dynamics. And, um, built a, a pretty good uh, brand that way, good client base, providing all those services to our clients. Around 2018-ish, uh, there you know started social media started to really take off. Uh, more and more construction companies are getting online. More and more companies advertising online in general. And uh, what we saw is at the time we had uh, our done for you services, and we had like this bucket of clients that that were doing really well uh, with the, you know, they're paying us every month, they were getting good results. And those were the clients that were like involved in their marketing. They, they, they had skin in the game in terms of like, they cared about it, they collaborated with us. When we were running their social media ads, like they would actually send us photos and videos and things like that. They would, you know, sit down with us virtually in our, in our weekly or monthly meetings and go over the reports, go over their strategy, kind of go over some seasonal marketing campaigns and things like that. So like they really got it and they're really involved. And that was awesome. And then we had this other bucket of clients that what that paid us every month, but unfortunately, you know, they were, they're too busy to, to want to get involved. They didn't have an interest in it. They just kind of wanted to like pay us and, uh, and us magically make their phone ring. Well, you know, back in 2015, 16, 17, that was, that was quite kind of easy to do, honestly, but you know, as more and more companies came online, that was increasingly harder to do. Like we could not, uh, in good faith, run Facebook ads for a client if they are not going to send us photos or videos. Like we, we couldn't use stock photos anymore. Right. Like that just wasn't cutting it. So we started developing some training for our clients to basically to be better clients. Like, Hey, Adam, like you're a client. Uh, it, I'm going to tell you to go shoot a video or take pictures, uh, you know, on the, on the job site of your projects, whatever. So before and afters, here's how to take a picture. Here's how to do a video. Here's how to like, upload your content to Dropbox or Google Drive so you can share it with us and things like that. Um, educating them on like how different parts of marketing work, like social media versus Google and all those things. 
So we developed some training to help our clients be better clients. And then early 2019, we decided to make the transition uh, into a training company. So what that means is we no longer right now, we no longer offer, you know, website building and, and running ads for clients. Those are things that, that you and your team specialize in Adam. And, uh, and we focus completely 100% on teaching our clients how to fish, right? Giving them the tools, the understanding so that they can create their own content, run their own social media marketing and ads, generate their own appointments and sales and really build a marketing machine inside their companies. So that's what we've been focused on for the past three years. And, uh, and we're, uh, you know, continuing to gain traction and grow with that. So that is our model of marketing training company for the construction industry. That's amazing. And I, and I love the evolution, obviously you guys know, and kind of the, the nuts and the bolts of what it takes to build that online presence, but more importantly, you're empowering your clients to be able to do it themselves the right way and that builds long-term stability with these digital assets that if they were to work with a marketing agency, you know, there's so many agencies that are out there, they might not be setting up them up for success long-term. And that's, that's a key thing that I know that you guys are doing. Is there a particular type of client or are there certain things that you're looking for just for our audience to know if they're interested that you guys are looking for when you partner with these companies to be able to do it, whether it's a, a size of a company, whether it's an internal marketing person that they might have or be gearing up to be able to hire those types of things? Yeah, good question. For us, size doesn't really matter. Uh, we work with clients right now who are trying to hit their first million dollar year in revenue this year. And then we have others that are doing 30, 40, 50 million a year. Uh, and really everywhere in between. Uh, I would say most of our clients are in that two to $10 million a year range, just because that's where most of the, the market naturally is. Uh, and But the common denominator of all of our clients is that they don't want to just buy a bunch of random leads. Um, they are usually, unfortunately, I've been through the ringer with like marketers or agencies who just have over-promised and under-delivered. And, and the, the clients that end up working with us are the ones that really they want to build their brand. Like they want their market to know about them. They want to build a culture. They want to build something long lasting. They want to take control over their own growth. So it's more of the mindset and philosophy of like what our clients are after, um, which is still a very small percentage of the construction industry. I'll be honest, mm. but through our marketing, we end up finding the, you know, we find our people, right. That, that speak our language that resonate with what we have to say. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's our client base, people that want to, companies that want to take control. Now, I will say, I would say at least two thirds of our clients that we're training are still working with an outside agency, like a hype digital or someone else. But they, like you kind of alluded to before, like they have that understanding on how to work with the Google ads agencies. Like they can collaborate and they can, you know, look at the data and they can make decisions together instead of like what I call blindly outsourcing, where you're just like, Hey, I don't understand this marketing. I just want to pay you guys to do it. Like that just doesn't work. Like you need to have an understanding of at least the basics. Absolutely. No, you said it perfectly. I think the biggest downfall in really any, any industry, it's not just construction, is when people hire a, hire a marketing agency or a marketing training company is that they think that all of their problems or issues when it comes to lead generation, sales, prospecting, et cetera, are just wiped clean overnight. And the best relationships are really that partnership component where it's a combined team effort 
where there's meetings, there's strategy, there's data, there's KPIs, there's goals, there's expectations, all those things. But I will say one of the things that I've seen you guys continuously do, which I think is amazing, is a lot of your content and everything that you guys produce, like I can envision who I know kind of what your ideal client looks like just by your messaging, just by the content you put out. So what was that like in terms of like making that transition to be like, hey, here's here's who we're working with and this is the sandbox that we're playing in? Because it's obviously worked out really well. I think a lot of people struggle with that, but I would love to get your insight there as well. Oh, yeah, I, I think it simply comes down to like it, me doing most of the marketing or company. I don't have the energy to try to convince someone that, you know, that they should think a certain way. Uh, I don't want to get on the phone with 10 people and, and try to convince the guy that wants to buy a bunch of leads and wants that magic pill that, you know, there is no kind of magic pill and they shouldn't be buying leads and whatnot. So I think some of it comes down to me just being like having, not having that time or energy to want to convince people. And so with our content, it's the most valuable content I can put out there. Yeah. We put out a lot of tactical stuff as, as you do as well, which is awesome. But the most valuable content we put out is the content that can like kind of shift the way that people think, um, so I don't want to do that one-on-one -on, -one on the phone, but like, I will do that in my content where it's like, Hey, you've been thinking about marketing your construction company this way, like buying leads from Angie's list or whatever. Um, here's a different way to think about it. Like if you get everyone within a five mile radius to know who you are, then when someone needs your ser services that you offer, you're going to be top of mind. So that's just an example of like, just trying to educate people. Um, I'm not a sales guy. I'm, I'm a marketing guy. Like I want to put out, uh, you know, put out our kind of hooks and put out our content and again, the people that resonate with that are the people that are going to reach out to us and say, Hey, you know, let's talk. I want to learn more about it. So it's really an educational approach to try to find those people that they're reading a post they're watching a video and they're like nodding their head and like, yes, like I need to talk to those guys. Like that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, absolutely. No. And uh, for, for the listeners, you know, some key takeaways there is, is he and his team are consistently providing education and value to their audience and to their ideal clients. So that way they can walk them or the ideal client through that transition and through that customer journey. So I love it and uh, love what you guys are doing content wise as well. So kudos to you as we'll transition out of the, you know, the history talking about some of the contractor dynamic stuff would love to get to know you as an entrepreneur a little bit better. So the next thing that we'll go into is ingredients, obviously great beer has incredible ingredients. So what are three things on the entrepreneurial side that have made you successful thus far? Man, uh, there's so many moving parts. Um, I would have to say number one would be a, a, a heavy focus on helping our clients win. And uh, that kind of illustrated that point. That's one of our core values is we help our clients win. Um, but I kind of illustrated that with the shift in, in how we approach our business. You know, used to run the agency and now we run training um, because that's what we saw like was, was really working for contracting companies. So whatever that means for a client, you know, adapting, obviously we're not going to pivot our business model every six months, but like looking at, you know, what, what's going to be valuable to our market, to our clients and then providing those solutions. Um, I think that's, that's one thing like focusing on helping our clients win. Uh, would you say you're looking for what three ingredients, three ingredients? Yes. All right. So that's number one. Uh, so that is one of our core values. And then, so number two would be operating with our core values at the forefront of what we do. And uh, that includes uh, our team operating by our five uh, core values every day. It includes us hiring people that are, we, we hire based on values and then we train for skills. So um, 
that's been awesome. We've got great team member retention. We've got a couple of guys who've been with us three years. One guy's been with us four years, two years, uh, like a couple others for two years. So that's, that's something that's really awesome because we're able to, to grow like week in and week out as a team and provide, you know, every week we're working on improving and growing and evolving and serving our clients better. So that's huge. I know in the contracting industry specifically, like there's a ton of turnover. It's a big problem, big challenge. Uh, but one of the things I would say to anyone, I know you're a believer in this too, Adam is, is really like hire and fire uh, by your core values. And uh, anytime you operate outside of that, you're usually going to, it's usually going to come back and bite you. So that's something that is a, a focus with, with everything we do. We try to share that in our content as well to again, attract the right clients, attract the right team members. That's been a game changer. And number three is in my personal life and in business uh, consistency and in, in everything. Uh, not the smartest guy around, but I am very consistent, uh, with whether it's posting content or the meetings that we have internally or health and fitness, whatever it might be. Um, consistency is, is everything to me. Like that's, that's the, the compound compound effect is like the eighth wonder of the world. So, uh, that's, that's been huge. No, I love those ingredients. I think not only the core values, but then also highlighting the core values in your content to attract and then also repel the people that might not sync up with your guys's process or the value that you're providing and then helping your clients win. I think a lot of times, and this doesn't just in marketing or advertising, but in a lot of business services that are out there, sometimes it's a one-way street and that's unfortunate, but you guys obviously put winning for your clients at the forefront and then obviously consistency tying that all together. And I see it, everyone that, that follows you on social media and knows you continues to see it both in your uh, personal life and in your business. So it's amazing. The next thing that we like to talk to and just the process in general. So obviously uh, talking about entrepreneurship and talking about marketing and advertising, great things just doesn't happen overnight as does great beer doesn't happen overnight. So talk us through some of the ups and downs of your journey. Maybe some things you've talked about, maybe some things you haven't would love to get your insights there. Man. Yeah. Well, like I said, <clears throat> crazy to think that we've been at this almost 10 years, I guess, and still, kind of operating with that startup mentality and um, which is good. You know, you got to stay hungry. Uh, grateful for, you know, all the lessons. Um, but some of the things that if I could go back and maybe, maybe change, like I talk about this a lot, not just because we have a, a training company, a training coaching, whatever you want to call it. Um, the first three years of my business, I somehow, uh, thought that our business model was unique and that like, I needed to figure out everything on my own. And, uh, and that was painful. You know, the first three years we didn't really make much money. I was just kind of, you know, staying very busy working late nights. And like at the end of the year, man, like, like didn't have much to show for it. And, uh, man, that, that luckily, you know, made it through that, that dip, right. A lot of people don't, um, it wasn't until three years into the business that I hired my first business coach, got involved in like a small group coaching program. Uh, Tim actually became business partner here. Uh, we have since split up now I'm hundred percent owner again. Um, but that was, that was a great, you know, season to have, have that coaching and mentorship and getting involved in mastermind groups. Um, there's just people out there who have been there and done that. And you might think that your business is unique. Uh, but unless you're, you know, Elon Musk or, you know, Richard Branson, you're probably 
not that unique, right? Like there's other marketing companies, other contracting companies, there's other real estate companies, whatever it is that you're in, like buying people and, um, you know, learn from them, learn from their expertise and also like pay it forward, like find people that you can mentor, that you can give back to, that you can share your wisdom with, because, you know, this journey is lonely. Um, as we all know, a lot of us, uh, you know, sometimes you know, work from home a lot. We might not have an office to go to every day. And like, you know, we're, we're solving problems kind of in this vacuum every day. And so that's another thing that has been, uh, you know, the ups and downs of business, uh, can be, can be really, can be really, uh, crazy. Um, I've had some down, down moments. I've gone through periods of depression and, you know, things like that, where I'm not sure if I'm, you know, what to do next. And you think that like, man, like, I'm just so overwhelmed. I don't even know what, what step to take next. And whether it's like a mastermind group or getting a coach or, or simply having a peer network of buddies, whether it's locally or nationally or whatever it might be that you can just like talk with and just like, you know, vent to and work through challenges with that, that mental health aspect of business is man, it's so key because it's really hard to serve your clients. It's really hard to do good work. If you're so overwhelmed, if you're anxious, if you're stressed, you're tired, exhausted, all those things. And I know we all feel those things at some point. So um, taking care of your mental health and, and um, you know, getting around people that can make that journey a little less lonely. Um, those are things that, that I've worked through and that I prioritize now that I did not always prioritize, um, but they're, they're super important. So, you know, some of those lows, I never want to go through those again. And so I, I really take care of myself physically, mentally um, to make sure that, you know, hopefully I don't get to those spots again. So, yeah, no, I appreciate you talking about the mental health, you know, aspect side, because I think it's, it's one that, as you mentioned, we all go through, but one aspect that most people don't talk about because they feel potentially ashamed or shy, or they think, man, I'm the only one going through this. And I think it links really well with that, that group aspect and that, that mentorship or mastermind aspect that so many people early on in business can't think that they can't afford it. And luckily for me, you know, over two years ago when I got started, I jumped in right away because I didn't know what else to do. It might have been a good decision at the time, maybe not, depending upon how you look at it. But I don't really know it without it. But I know a lot of people that have done it with and without it. And I can tell people you can you can't afford not to do it, right? Because you have all of these other things that come up in business that unless you're around people that you can bounce ideas off or you have a business coach that can dissect that situation with you, it's really tough to to make it out on the other side and not feel like the world is just falling apart. So I uh, appreciate you going into that. The, the next thing that we like to talk about, so obviously this is the part of the process for fermentation and conditioning with beer you test out a beer, you taste it. All right, we need to make some tweaks here and there and things like that in order to improve it to make sure that it's a great beer. In the entrepreneurial journey, what is one lesson that you've learned that you would share with an entrepreneur that's looking to save years worth of mistakes? Man, um, what I just talked about would certainly be one, uh, but uh, let me think of another one. Um, I think it would be, got to figure out what, what your, what you like to do, what you're good at in your business, what you should do as an owner and as quickly as possible, delegate the rest. And I've known that in theory for many years. And 
And my upbringing in working in a blue collar construction background since I was 14 years old is like, if something needs to be done, I'm just going to put my head down and do it. Like, I'm just going to grab a coffee or Red Bull. I'm going to, you know, get to work. And I'm going to solve that problem. That's, that's my nature. So for years, like I held on to, and I still do, I held on to like too many things that I should have delegated. So part of it is like, I'm just used to like doing things. A part of it is I feel, even though people are on our team, on our payroll, like I still feel bad and guilty about delegating things. And I think we have this, um, we have this false belief that just because I don't want to do something in my business doesn't mean that someone else doesn't love that. Uh, in our leadership team meeting yesterday, I was talking about, I forget what it was, this particular thing. And then, and I said to Elizabeth, who is our integrator, I said, uh, is, do you like doing this? Something you like doing? She's like, yes, I love it. And I'm like, awesome. I didn't say I, I don't want to do it. Or I hate it. But like, I was like, all right, that's great. Because, you know, at this point in the business, like I have to delegate and elevate, like I, we have to get to that next level. I have to get rid of things. I have to get rid of myself being a bottleneck. So uh, I think, I think most entrepreneurs and business owners hold on to things way too long. And that, that holds us back in terms of our growth. I mean, it's about time. It's about energy. Like I have an abundance mindset, but we only have a certain amount of time in every day. We only have a certain amount of energy every day. We only can make a certain number of decisions every day before we just get, you know, exhausted. So we need to protect that energy for what, you know, what we only, we can do as a visionary, the owner, uh, founder in our business. Yeah, no, that's a great piece of advice. And I love the term that you use delegate and elevate. Because in order for us to elevate as visionaries, for us to work on bigger and better things for the company, for the clients, for the bigger picture type stuff, everything else still has to get done. And, uh, you know, I resonate a lot with what you're talking about there. So appreciate you, you sharing that. I think a lot of our audience is probably either sitting in that spot right now or has been there or will get there. It's, uh, it's inevitable. So the last piece that we kind of like to wrap everything up with here on the Entrepreneur Podcast with our process is talking about distribution. So we have our beer ready to go. We're going to go distribute it, market, sell it, all that good stuff. In terms of where you guys are at, you both personally and then contractor dynamics, talk to us about the future, some exciting things that you guys have going on and everything that's coming next. Yeah. So a couple of things I mentioned, delegate and elevate, that is an EOS term for anyone that is an EOS believer, follower, whatever it might be, EOS worldwide. We have uh, gone all in this year on implementing that, on self-implementing. So uh, I'm really working on stepping into that, that visionary seat. Uh, Elizabeth is elevating to that integrator seat. We have been hiring more people this year than I think we have ever uh, we're mid September right now. And between now and the end of the year, we could potentially, uh, double our team, which is pretty, uh, crazy, scary, stressful to think about, but also pretty exciting. And, uh, so we're diligently working on that so that we can, uh, continue to grow. Um, we are, that's me personally. So I'm, I'm working on that every day, you know, really, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, mapping out what I'm doing, logging what I'm doing, how am I spending my time? What am I, what activities I'm doing in the business and literally making lists of everything I do so that I can get those things off my plate. Um, so getting clarity on actually how I'm spending my time so that I can then, you know, hire people to do those things and obviously bring on clients to, you know, to, to make those, get the, get that revenue in to pay for additional people. So it's like, you know, raising both things at the same time. And then as far as business strategy, uh, right now we are focused uh, pretty much 100% on the roofing industry. So like 
maybe a hundred percent of our clients are roofing companies. And uh, as of this month, we are starting to kind of branch out into other segments of the contracting industry, uh, which is something that we wanted to do for years, but we've stayed in the roofing uh, segment for, for a few years to really like fine tune our processes, our, our programs and everything that we do. So now we have a, a lot of you know good processes and structure and team. We have our core team and now we're kind of branching out a little bit into different uh, types of contracting companies. So, um, so that's exciting. Uh, starting to go to some different events outside of roofing, mix it up a little bit. And, uh, you know, just uh, test the waters out there. So that's um, kind of a soft, you know, rollout the rest of this year. And then 2023 really, um, you know, going for it. So that's what we're prepping for. Yeah, I love it, man. That's super exciting and excited to continue to watch for your journey. Thank you for all the content that you produce. Thanks for everything that you provide value on. Like I said, I watch from afar and learn a lot from you. So I appreciate that. And thanks for coming on the podcast today. Can you let people know, we'll put this in the show notes, but where is the best place to connect with both you and Contractor Dynamics online? Yeah, so uh, the contractordynamics.com would be our home base. You can, from there, access our YouTube channel, our Nailed It podcast. We're approaching our 100th episode uh, probably this month, so that's pretty cool. Uh, all the socials. And then if you want to connect with me personally on Facebook, Joseph Hughes, or Instagram, at Hey Joseph Hughes. And uh, I'm not that big of a deal, so I love to interact and respond and get to know people and you know have some conversations in the DMs. So um, yeah, look forward to connecting and, and thanks so much for having me, Adam. I love the, love the format of this. It's fun. It's new. It's different. It's exciting. So, uh, cool structure. Yeah, I appreciate that. And for the audience, we'll have everything in the show notes. So that way you guys can get connected with Joseph and uh, Contractor Dynamics. But thanks again, Joseph, for coming on today's episode. And thanks again to the audience for tuning in to today's podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share our content. Leaving a five-star review goes a long way. And thank you again to Half Coast Studios. If you're here in St. Louis and looking to start your own podcast or take your current one to the next level, then you seriously need to come check out what they have going on here. We'll see you all next week. And remember, entrepreneurs aren't born, they are brewed. I'm an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs aren't born, they're brewed. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. 